I, I grew up always being a kind of a confident person. Even as a child, I was the youngest of three, but always like the go-getter and the strong one. Um, and I always viewed myself as a very happy and strong person. And um, went through the normal thing, the dating, got married, um, took my marriage very seriously. I wanted to be married one time. Um, took my role as a wife very seriously, making him happy. I invested a lot in that role. And lo and behold, I um, walked up behind him one day and heard him telling somebody else that he loved her. And, it, it, you know, you say something brings you to your knees. I literally ran away and fell to my knees and had to have friends lift me up on either side to carry me away. I was, I was really, really devastated and scared um, and angry and all the normal emotions that someone would go through. So paint the picture for us. Uh, sure. What, was he on the phone? Was he type? Was he on computer? Uh, this was before uh, cell phones were so prevalent and uh, we were at an event and he was at a, um, a standing at a wall phone and I was standing behind him waiting for him. I didn't know who he was talking to. Oh, it was like a pay phone. Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah. 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 So um, he says, I, and I'll never forget the words. He said, I don't care. I love you. I love you, baby. And I'm going to be with you. Oh, wow. And, yeah, I'll never forget it. 17 words that changed my life forever. You're listening to the Just Saying Podcast, offering conversations with experts that will educate, inform, and entertain. Here's your host of the Just Saying Podcast, Charlie Cornaccio. The Just Saying Podcast is brought to you by New Leaf Hypnosis Center. At New Leaf, you'll be working with mindset coach and hypnotist Anthony Serino to overcome mental roadblocks holding you back from achieving your goals. Using a science-based and client-centered approach, Anthony will help you design the life you deserve. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Just Saying Podcast. When was the last time that you felt good about yourself? The last time that you felt worthy and capable of achieving anything? Well, I can tell you that after listening to today's podcast, you will feel that way because today we're talking everything from happiness, self-worth, clarity, and kindness as we sit with author, radio show host, and entrepreneur, Carol Pesci. Carol is a happiness expert who designs her life around bringing happiness and empowerment to others. She is the author of Hello Beautiful, Happy Bitch, co-author of Share This Journal. She also co-hosts an award-winning radio show called Happy Hour, an inspiration to so many, including this guy. Uh -huh. <laughs> and she joins us today on the Just Saying podcast. Welcome, Carol Pesci. How are you? I'm good, Charlie. It's so fun to be hanging out with you again, even if it is virtually. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. Been a while since yeah. we've been together. You have a remarkable and relatable story um, to... I. I think both men and women, but um, mm -hmm. because the, the strong and confident Carol that we see today was not always strong and confident. It took a, a major life event for, for that to occur. And so can we start at the beginning of, of what kind of transformed you? Sure. So I, I grew up always being a kind of a confident person. Even as a child, I was the youngest of three, but always like the go-getter and the strong one. Um, and I always viewed myself as a very happy and strong person and um, went through the normal thing, the dating, got married, um, took my marriage very seriously. I wanted to be married one time. 
um, took my role as a wife very seriously, making him happy. I invested a lot in that role. And lo and behold, I um, walked up behind him one day and heard him telling somebody else that he loved her. And, it, it, you know, you say something brings you to your knees. I literally ran away and fell to my knees and had to have friends lift me up on either side to carry me away. I was, I was really, really devastated and scared um, and angry and all the normal emotions that someone would go through. So paint the picture for us. Uh, sure. What, was he on the phone? Was he type? Was he on computer? Uh, this was before uh, cell phones were so prevalent and uh, we were at an event and he was at a, um, a standing at a wall phone and I was standing behind him waiting for him. I didn't know who he was talking to. Oh, it was like a pay phone. Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah. 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 So um, he says, and I'll never forget the words. He said, I don't care. I love you. I love you, baby, and I'm going to be with you. Oh, wow. And, yeah, I'll never forget it. 17 words that changed my life forever, Charlie. And I went through all the normal things, as I was saying, like the anger and the fear and, and the, the awful, pathetic, please choose me stage. You know, I was just, <laughs> that's, that's where I was. And I was asked that this, why me? What did I do to deserve this? I was still for a while trying to work it out. But then realized that was that was not going to be the course, and I moved on from moved out. How long were you what married I, at that point? We were together eleven years, married for about half of that. Mm, okay. Yeah, and so two things, Charlie, came to my mind very early on in the process. The first thing was, what had happened to me was not going to define my future. Who I chose to be in relationship to it how I chose to respond to it and see it were going to dictate the, the future course of my life. And first and foremost, I chose not to hurt him back deliberately. All of my friends, well-meaning, they were like, you know what I would do? <laughs> you know, we've all, we've all been through that, right? It was like, oh boy, I would do this to get him back. And I'm like, you know, nothing about, even though you could say it's deserved, nothing about that made me feel better. Mm -hmm. And I was very aware that what I wanted was to feel good and happy again. And that causing harm for someone else was not going to get me to that place faster. And so I said to him very early on, look, there's, there's enough hurt and pain and confusion with all of this. Let's not fight. And he said, okay. And we didn't. And what was amazing. And, and one of my little happy dance <laughs> events through this process was when his, the, the, the person he was having an affair with, um, realized we were not fighting and arguing she didn't like it and he told me that i was like score one for carol <laughs> like i rose above it you know i rose above it and yeah. and that was a much better track what a lousy person i mean i don't know <laughs> i don't i don't know this person but why would someone be upset that two people are going to try and work things out in a civil manner rather than fight through it as nasty as divorces can get. Why would somebody root for that? Well, I think the answer is, is somewhat obvious, uh, is that she was insecure. So she uh, wasn't that secure in their relationship. So the fact that we weren't fighting yeah. made her feel less secure in their relationship. So I understand that. So, um, and if, if we come back around to it, there's a funny ending to that piece of the story, her, if you want, if we want to come back around to that, but I want to go to the second point I was trying to make. So number one, I realized I didn't want to hurt him back. Number two, what I wanted was to focus on what I wanted my life to look like, not why me, what's wrong with me? What did I do to deserve this? All normal stuff. And I went through that for a while. 
I started saying, and I can remember saying to people, and I would literally hold my hands out like this. I said, you know, my whole world is in my hands right now. Mm. I get to create it as I want it. Where do I feel I settled? What do I want? What's going to make me happy? And I, and I started asking, completely changing the questions that I asked myself. And I started getting all new answers. And I knew I wanted to get married again. I didn't want to become someone who was so pained that they put up a wall and never love again. I knew I wanted to love again. And I knew I could risk getting hurt again. I wanted to be married to someone who spoke highly of me, whether I was in their presence or not. I wanted to be married to somebody who cooked for me. I wanted to be married to somebody who called me baby and that who I was happy with. Fast forward, Charlie, what is my life like now? You know. <laughs> I do know. I, I am living that. Yeah. And created that by how I, the questions I asked and how I chose to respond to that situation. Well, you, you I mean, it's all great points. And I, I think, you know, kudos to you for taking that high road but more so for the fact that you could have easily just fell into a hole and, you know, run the rest of your life insecure, wondering, you know, trying to please people, a people pleaser, you know, all those things that could have happened. And you are still, you know, people, but for the right reasons and in the right place, you know, uh, with the right vision. So how did, how did the comeback mentally arrive? I mean, because I would think that, you know, you get punched in the gut like that. Most people are going to fall into this pity mode. Oh, and I did. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm human. I went through that period. But I think all things considered, it was a relatively short period of time. And I had a very dear friend at the time who was older than me, very wise. And she said to me, um, and my last name at the time was Briggs. And she used to call me Briggsy. And she said, Briggsy, I give you three months. He'll be knocking on your door. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three months to the day, Charlie, that I moved out, he called. Oh, no. And Yeah, and it was uh, um, close to Thanksgiving, I think, and it was in the evening. And he was wanting me to come back, just like she said. <laughs> and it was already at three months, which I think, again, in the whole scheme of things, going through this short period of time, that I realized that was no longer what I wanted. Now, I didn't take, I didn't take any gloating pride in that. Like, that, that made him sad or that hurt him that I didn't want to come back. I felt actually a little bit sad for him. I didn't feel anger towards him. Um, but that was no longer what I wanted. I, I was realizing um, I had gone out and started dating someone a little bit casually. And I'll, and I'll never forget this moment. It was a defining moment. I was at his house. We're watching a movie, sitting on the couch, uh, having a glass of wine. My wine glass was empty. I went to lean forward to get off the couch to go get more wine. He goes, no, no, I'll get it. And I leaned back and I went, oh my God, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be like. That would never have happened in my prior relationship. Oh, okay. That someone would, no, I'll take care of you. I got it. Mm -hmm. Thoughtful, uh, showing effect. It was just, that yeah. opened my eyes. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned that um, you had a bunch of questions uh, for yourself. And um, in doing some research, I, I think you had... Uh, a list of 22 questions that um, that you give to people uh. in order for them to kind of maybe get onto a path or see a vision for themselves. Is that correct? You still have that link? That yeah, you can go. I, I, if you go to my website, it's there somewhere. If not, you can email me and I'll send it to you. Go to carolpesci.com. Um, and they are all, no matter 
where you are, if you're feeling stuck or unhappy, unsatisfied with yourself or your circumstances, these are 22 questions that will help you start the process of asking new questions. Because I've come to learn, and I've read so many self-help books and so hungry for knowledge, and I've learned a lot. But we have so much wisdom within us, Charlie, if we settle down, quiet down, and just start asking ourselves the right questions, we'll be amazed what we have within us. And that's what those questions help people do. Well, and we should be clear that this isn't just a, a podcast about, uh, you know, your husband or your spouse cheating on you and then, you know, picking yourself up. And, and this is for anybody who is even in a happy relationship, but just feels like, you know, I could be doing better in my life. You know, my, my household might be great, but I want to achieve more. I want to try and do more. And can I do it? Do I have it within me to do it? And that's where you come in. Yes. And although from a marketing standpoint, my first book, Happy Bitch, my second book, Hello Beautiful, um, I market myself towards women. You said this when you first opened up the, the, our conversation, the principles are universal to men and women. I just chose from a marketing standpoint and I know women, I know how to speak to women. So the language patterns are speaking to women, but the principles are universal. And for anybody who feels uh, not as good about themselves as they'd like to, welcome. I mean, everybody, um, anybody who's going through it, right? I mean, and, and even though I've come to a really, really great place compared to where I was, I still have moments. I still have times. And, and that's more of what I talked about in, in Hello Beautiful um, is allowing yourself space to be human and not expecting to be happy and perfect and all the time, but to, to find your way through those moments easier. So anybody, you're right. Yeah. Happy bitch was the first book, right? Came out in yep. 2010? Yep. Okay. Yep. So that discusses your journey and getting rid of the baggage that one might hold on to. What would you say would be the most important chapter of that book? Oh, probably the first one. And, and I, I was old school when I laid that book out. I said, well, what, I knew I wanted to write a book about happiness. I knew it wanted to be primarily for women. Um, I knew I wanted to get attention. Um, hence the name, Happy Bitch. And I literally sat down and said, well, what are the principles that she needs to know from me? What are the main things that are standing between her and being happy? Um, and, I, and I put them on three by five cards, shuffled them around. I'm like, what does she need to know first? First and foremost, chapter one, is that no matter where you are, no matter your perceived flaws, no matter your past that you may think put you at a disadvantage, the things that have happened to you that you didn't choose, you deserve to be happy and you can be happy because nothing else I said after that would matter if I didn't tell you first, I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've been. I do. I do care. But I'm saying regardless of that, you deserve to be happy and you can be happy. I've seen you speak, uh, speaking engagements, very charismatic. You've got a great delivery, a uh, great message, obviously. Where do you find that you have this within you, not only to pull yourself out and have this determination, but to be able to have the, the, the presence of mind to say, I, I can speak in front of people. That's one of the biggest fears people have. I think it's like, I think it's before drowning, you know, people yeah. have a, a fear of public speaking. Uh, had you been a public speaker? Was that part of your life? Uh, Growing up, I hated it and dreaded it and feared it greatly. And I'm not sure at what point 
that started to shift. And I will tell you, and I've done a fair amount of it, I still get the butterflies. Mm-hmm. I still get those little, and you're, you're a presence, Charlie. You're on camera a lot. There's bad butterflies that can overcome you. And then there's yeah. good butterflies that help energize you. And here's what it is. When you are aligned with your purpose, when you are aligned with something that's important to you, what you're doing right now is important to you. And I realize that too, when I speak, I've done a lot at at Maris College to the students, which I love so much because they're so hungry. They're so moldable. They want to know, they want to, they want to learn. Um, And I still get up there thinking, oh man, I hope I do okay. Uh, And it always works out and it's never perfect, but it always works out. And I, I could let my fear of not being good enough stop me from doing it, but I realized that I'm going to shape them. Even if they remember one little nugget of what I say to them, it could completely change a course that they take and their future and then who they go on to impact. So you right. got to make that more important. Yeah. You, um, do you find a difference in receiving the message uh, between younger women and older women? Uh, you know, you mentioned college-aged women, which is great for them to hear this message so so early on. But what about the older woman in, let's say, her 40s or 50s who thinks, oh, man, you know, this is my life now, so this is what I'm doing? Funny you ask that. I just posted on um, social media recently that I re-released Happy Bitch on Kindle version under my own print, imprint, Little Pink Press. I'm a publisher as well. Right. Um, and maybe in the future we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I posted that I re-released it, um, lower price and a woman who seems to me to be in her forties or fifties commented, your book changed me. Ooh. And yeah, yeah. Goosebumps. <laughs> and, and I commented, Oh my God, you have made my day. Thank you so much. And she said, thank me. Thank you. Your, your, your book changed me. Um, so all across uh, the age groups, it's, it applies and can help. Uh, I, what I love about you, Carol, is that. Oh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> the list is so long. <laughs> um, but I, I, what I love it, you're, you're such a positive person. You, uh, whenever, and this is for anybody who's listening or watching, whenever you talk to Carol, you walk away from that conversation just feeling uplifted, feeling. Mm-hmm good and it's not like she's you know trying to be that and she's trying to do that it's just a certain aura that you have and and different people have that in the world and and you do one of those things those phenomenons like when you meet somebody and right away you think i like this person right uh that's that's you so you you were a mentor to me so people know our our relationship uh we had a relationship through business knew each other through networking and things like that um, and then when I was uh, contemplating writing my book, How I Met My Mother and the Four Brothers, I Never Knew I Had About My Adoption and My Reunion with My Birth Mother, you were my first call because uh-huh. I knew that you had published a book and I wanted to know how to do it. And you gave me such great advice and, and you were so inspirational that you, you know, I'm going to take you up on this. We're going to have another <laughs> podcast about your publishing. I would uh, love it. I yeah, would love it. Yeah, because I think pe- it's very interesting for people who have a story. But, you know, here I was thinking, should I write it? Should I not write it? Do, you know, it would be important. Who would care? You know, all those things. 
you said things to me that just made me feel like I got to get this done. And then mm-hmm. it became, I got to get this done because Carol said. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, you were definitely a mentor to me. And I know that, you know, in your, your book and the examples that you give, the uh, radio program that you have, where you have uh, experts coming, come on to the program talking about issues and, and things for self-improvement are all really good. Um, your co-host is uh, John Spilborn, yep, who is yep. a uh, a lawyer, an attorney, who also is a uh, a legal contributor on uh, Fox on the yep. Fox Network. Yep. Put in a good word for her. I'd love to get her on the podcast as well. <laughs> but, she's a riot. She, uh, yeah, she's But awesome. she's, I mean, she's got you know a personality of her own. Um, but between yep. the two of you, you bring such a dynamic. How oh, how did that show happen? The radio show. <laughs> That um, came about when I reached out to one of the major radio stations when Happy Bitch first came out. And I said, hey, I'm local. I just released this book. Would you have me on? They said, sure. Let's let's put you on. On a morning, we have a female in the studio. Uh, Send us two copies. And they meant Jonna. She was a regular on the show. Um, And so she went into the studio for one of her days that she was contributing and they literally tossed it onto her lap and said, here, read this. She's coming on. So it was... um, I don't know how long after that I get an email from her and she says, listen, <laughs> I just read your book. You took the law of attraction and bitchified it. We need, to talk. <laughs> we need to talk. And she'd had this idea for kind of a self-improvement radio show, but fun and edgy. It doesn't have to be boring. That's exactly the premise of happy bitch. Let's deliver good content, but let's not put people to sleep doing it. So uh, that's what started happy hour. We're I think nine years now doing the show. Um, but you talked about me having good energy and a good aura and a positive person. And I love that. And that warms my heart. And I know that I can have that effect on people. But what I want to talk for a moment, if I may, is the premise of Hello Beautiful, which was my second book. Because I discovered something. Positive thinking is wonderful. It's powerful. It can shape us. It can shape our lives. It can shape the things we do. If and only if it's authentic. What I had learned the hard way, Charlie, because I took a nosedive there for a while, low self-worth and confusion. I'm like, wait a minute. I had this wine brand at the time. I got this radio show. I'm, I'm happily married. I published a book. I feel like crap. I feel so low. What's going on? Here's what I discovered. All human emotions are normal and natural. And I kept anytime sadness would pop in, I'd be like, nope, nope, nope. Can't do that. I'm a happiness. I'm a happy person. I'm a happiness expert. I can't feel sad. And then I started this internal battle, right? Sadness would come. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. And I fight against it. I was literally fighting against aspects of myself that are valid. And what I have come to learn is that we should not think we are a failure at life if we cry or we get angry or we feel low. We're being human. And when we fight against that and put judgment on top of that negative emotion, We prolong it and we amplify it. And we are so much better off recognizing that sometimes being human is messy. (laughs) Sometimes life is messy, that we all have those low moments. And now if I feel sad or I get angry, I give myself permission to be in that space. I'm not going to hang out there, but I give myself permission to say it's okay. Don't Mm -hmm. fear it. Don't fight against it. Let it sit there. And guess what? Off it goes. 
and that is is one of the main messages of hello beautiful is don't think that you're a failure at life or you're failing at you because you feel sad or angry or bad about yourself or your circumstances at a period of time give yourself permission to experience that then start asking those new questions so positive thinking wonderful but putting a mask on that you're happy when you're crying inside maybe there's moments at work or certain circumstances we have to do that but don't keep doing that's not good for you you know you mentioned the the, the wine brand uh, the happy bitch wine brand the radio show the books that you've written your publisher now and i'm thinking to myself you know how does your husband craig keep up with you he's a, <laughs> he's a physically fit guy but <laughs> you're just like going a mile a minute uh, well it all sounds like uh probably like a bigger deal than it is um it isn't and i and i choose where to to send my energy i will say i have quieted down in the last year or two very happily slowed my pace up i think some of my achievements have been like striving to feel like enough and i think that i'm not alone in that and just recently i'm not even sure what's causing that maybe that'll be the next book um but where i feel more content more let me enjoy this moment let me enjoy what i have let me enjoy where i am it's okay trust how things are going to come out and things are coming my way naturally rather than me having this uh flat out goal setting time element and i know they all tell you that's what you're supposed to have i'm more okay let me just see what the next moment brings let me follow what feels right and uh, I am in a really good space by having do, by doing that. All right. So you don't, uh, you know, my next like follow up question was going to be, what's on the horizon? But there's really nothing on the horizon, or or is there? Oh, I'm going to take you up on the offer. We're going to talk more about the publishing. That's taking um, a fair amount of my time and attention right now with complete joy. I love it being part of that process. And I was for you, not, not in an official role, but saying, you got to do this. You got to write this. Um, yeah. Here's some guidance as to how to do it. But uh, encouraging, and I, and I publish books by or for women. So mostly women I talk to again, encouraging them to tell their story, coaching them on how to get themselves to do it. Uh, and for free, that, that, that initial call, of, I don't charge them. I feel like my job isn't to talk them into working with me. My job is to get them to go write that book. Um, and and helping them get it published. Uh, I'm sure I've got another. I've got at least one more book in in me that's in the works. Um, maybe two, but at the moment, helping other bring other women bring their work forth is is my attention right now. Okay. What is your website again? It's carolpesci.com. K-E-R-Y-L-P-E-S-C-E.com. Yeah, we'll put it up here on the screen. Okay, gotcha. Um, so give me, uh, if you could, before we leave, uh, just some quick tips that people can use in their daily life just, uh, you know, as they go through and maybe get bogged down in their mind to kind of free themselves up a bit. Sure. The quickest way, if you're feeling low or down or you realize you're in your head too much, <laughs> I just described 100% of the world right there, um, <laughs> is um, to, to number one, get out of your head and do something kind for somebody else. That's the fastest route to feeling better about yourself. When you put your focus on somebody else and you say, what can I do that will lift somebody else's day up? I don't care whether you know them, whether you don't know them. Uh, that could be through a text, somebody you haven't talked to in a while, or somebody you do talk to on a regular basis say, I just want to know how, how much I appreciate having you in my life and everything you've done for me. Um, whether it's paying the toll for the person behind you. Um, I'll tell you a quick story, and I talk about this in, um, in Happy Bitch. I wrote a whole chapter on kindness in, in Happy Bitch. 
um, there was a day I was shopping in, in a local department store and I had to return something and I went up to the service desk and the girl behind the desk was clearly in a mood and she was throwing stuff around. She wasn't even coming to a drive. I was the only person standing there and I was waiting patiently just watching her in a horrible mood comes over and, she, and wouldn't even make eye contact. And she said, yes. And I said, well, I'd like to return this. And I had picked up two kind of bars, ironically, um, at the register to bring over to me to pay for. I was hungry. And I pushed one forward to her and I said, would you like this? It looks like you're having a bad day. And she stopped in her track. She said, are you kidding me? She says, no, I'm not hungry, but you just made my day. She says, I just came in for my shift and the person before me didn't do their job and now I'm stuck with it. You just made my day. I can't believe it. Thank you so much. It was just a gesture. She didn't even take the kind bar. But if we can come from a place of rather than, and, and I could have been that girl who was hands on my hips saying, you should be lucky you have a job, girl, right? Um, which many of us could do. And there's probably days I'm not in that kind of mood. But um, I have learned to pause and be more curious than judgmental. And I thought, I don't know what she's going through. I don't know what kind of day she's had. I have no idea what her circumstances are like. Let me be a little bit curious and show a little kindness and see what comes from that. And, I, and I'll never forget that. And I wonder if she remembers that to, to this day or how she treated the next customer or how she was when she got home that night. But we all have it within us, Charlie, and it doesn't cost a dime to be more compassionate and kind to other people. That's the fastest route to getting your energy and your sense of self and your confidence and feeling good um, in a better place. Absolutely. That is that's great advice and especially in these times uh, today absolutely I mean, there's so many opportunities uh, to be able to present some kindness to somebody yes, yes. Uh, so uh, that's that's great well carol we want to thank you so much for coming on the just saying podcast you are you're just like one of a kind person just, oh thank you just thank saying you. i'm just so saying. are you just saying just saying <laughs> But anyway, thanks so much. Uh, and I'm going to take you up on that. We'll have you back and we'll talk publishing and what your, your uh, little pink press, right? Little pink what? press. Yeah. And we'll, yep. we'll talk about that and what that is doing for people and how other people who might not think that they could be an author of a book can be with mm -hmm. Carol's help and direction yep. and guidance. All right, Carol, thanks so much for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you, Charlie. All right. Great seeing you. Anyway, that will do it for this edition of the Just Saying Podcast. Make sure that you never miss an episode of the Just Saying Podcast with Charlie Cronaccio by subscribing, or you could also find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any podcast platform that you get your podcast from, or on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Make sure to download or order my book, How I Met My Mother and the Four Brothers I Never Knew I Had. And you can get that through Barnes & Noble, uh, or wherever you download your books. That will do it for this edition. Thanks for watching. Stay safe and be kind. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Just Sayin' Podcast.